0: Hello, and welcome to the Catholic Spectrum. I'm your host, Jason Thayer. Each week, I discuss topics related to autism, pop culture, and Catholicism. And this week, because I'm recording right on Halloween Day, I'm going to give you 10 great horror films to watch. Okay, before we go any further, let's make up some ground rules. Rule number 1, for this time around, we're not dealing with remakes. We might change that rule later because there are some great horror films that got remade and became better, like The Thing, for instance. The original Thing was great, but there was the but there's the 80s version that is much better, but we're going to focus on ones that are not remade. And we're also going to make a rule that it's one film per franchise. So if we're dealing with something like Halloween, then we're only going to have one Halloween movie this time around. If we're dealing with something like Nightmare on Elm Street, again, that's only one movie. So we're just basing this on the original versions. And seeing what we can come up with. So let's get started with. Oh, and our third rule is no spoofs. So no killer clowns from outer space, no killer tomatoes, no young Frankensteins. This has to be straight horror. For this time around. Because. I feel like if I'm doing both horror and comedy, then you're not getting scared anymore. You're laughing, and that's different. So, let's get started. Coming up. All right, starting things off. Number 10, our first list. This is not... First thing I want to let you guys know, this is not a countdown. This is just a list. I wanted to make a countdown originally, but then I thought, no, let's not do a countdown because... That makes it sound definite. So we're just not going to worry about doing a countdown. We're just going to do a list. I'm going to do it like Rocked Reviews does, where he just lists them off and doesn't even bother ranking. So the first one we're going to talk about is Jason versus Freddy. This one really is just a lot of fun. Um, When New Line Cinema bought out the Friday the 13th franchise, they decided, let's go ahead and have them fight. Yeah, it is a bit of a letdown that they don't have a definite victor in this. It ends on a cliffhanger with both of them still alive, so we don't know who would win if it, if they if they could actually get killed. But if if you just just don't worry about the fact that they don't that they don't want to commit to who's better, it's just a lot of fun to watch them go at it. Our next one is Frankenstein, the 1930s version with Boris Karloff. I gotta gotta specify because there have been so many Frankensteins over the years. To me, Karloff is the definitive Frankenstein. And we're dealing with the original, not Bride of. Even though Bride of is a pretty good movie, I'll give it that. Elsa Lancaster is a very good Bride of Frankenstein. But maybe we'll talk about that for another day. But yes, you gotta talk about the original Frankenstein. Based on the book, Boris Karloff just does a great job with this character and with the monster. And it's just a lot of fun. And what I really like is this is the 1930s stuff. So we got the nice... I mean, so we, we don't have the gore fests. I mean, gore fests are fine for what they are, but a lot of times you just want a movie that knows... I mean, that, does, that kind of... I mean, that doesn't do the gore fest. And the original Frankenstein doesn't have that. So if, so we're going to give you ones that don't have the gore fest because sometimes you can't handle that for whatever reason. I got a friend who gets triggered by too much violence in a horror film. so we So I'm throwing in the ones that aren't as violent, too, just for those kind of people. Next up is the Scream movies. Now, I personally think Scream should have stopped with number two, maybe number three. The second one was pretty good, I'll give it that. But third, it kind of started jumping the shark. And the reason that, I mean, and what makes the Scream movies cool is that you have a different person playing the killer. It's not the same killer every time, like with Jason or Freddy. Okay, there was more than one Jason, but you know what I mean? It's not the same monster, the screen movies are just a lot of fun because they try to set up rules for it, and then they went and then they have and then they go and subvert the rules often in the same movie that the rules are stated in. so because the they have there's these rules that you have to survive for a horror film, and then you find out, hey, the rules don't help you then I mean don't help you even when you're in even when the horror body count starts rising. Kind of like real life, isn't it? <laughs> anyway, it's just Wes Craven really knows how to make some movies. Next up, Dream Nightmare on Elm Street 3, Dream Warriors. Now, I know what you guys are going to say. Hey, wait a minute. Didn't you just say you can only do one film per franchise? Well, yes, I did. But going to bend the rules a little bit here. Because Jason vs. Freddy is kind of non-canonical to both Friday the 13th and Nightmare on Elm Street, so I can talk about both of these at the same time. Dream Warriors is... Now, I have not seen every single Friday the 13th movie, by the way, and I have to not seen every single Nightmare on Elm Street movie. But of the Nightmare on Elm Street's I've seen, Dream Warriors is the best one. The reason I like Dream Warriors is it's... is it seems the most definite. It seems like the one that actually does have more competent people actually trying to Follow the goal of getting rid of Freddy. Now, of course, you never really know that you got rid of him. Because my theory is, no, you don't. Because the minute you enter the dream world, he traps you so you don't get out. So the minute you enter the dream world, he gets out so he can kill you. And you stay in and you don't realize it. That's my theory. But Dream Warriors has the hair metal song from Dokken. It's just a lot of fun. Next one I'm going to give you is Halloween. And I'm talking the original Halloween, not the one that Rob Zombie made some years later. Because someone told Rob Zombie, hey, start messing around with the Halloween movies. Now, again, I have not seen two. I have not seen Season of the Witch, which... I'm told it doesn't even count because Michael Myers isn't even in it. So people don't even put the Halloween 3 in the official... I mean, they unofficially just see the Halloween 3 out of there. And I haven't seen 4 or 5, nor have I seen the Rob Zombie stuff. Maybe I'll see those somewhere down the road. We'll see. Anyway, of the originals, the first one was great. It has that wonderfully iconic theme music... The guy in the Michael Myers mask, which is really a William Shatner mask, is really good at what he's doing. Jamie Lee Curtis, of course, became a big star as a result of this movie. Um, It's just a lot of fun. Even though we don't get into the mythos of Michael Myers in this movie, well, except for the fact that he escaped from an asylum, we don't learn much about that afterward. I mean, before that. But it's just a lot of fun. Next up, got to give it up to the creature from the Black Lagoon. Because it's from my neck of the woods, down south. And I have only seen the first one, and I've seen the second one, but I've seen it Mystery Science Theater 3000 style. So I don't know if that really counts to you people. But the first one does have some really... Nice stuff with the creature. Um, the special effects are actually pretty good. You'll notice a lot of these movies I'm talking about are done before computers got involved with special effects. With all the practical stuff. Because while I do like computer effects fine, it almost seems like it takes the fun out. of It Almost takes the, uh, makes it too easy in some cases. But the Creature from the Black Lagoon is our next one. And then we get to Friday the 13th um, of the ones I've seen. Uh, we're going to go with the third one this time around. Because the third one, we finally get our ele- we get our evolution of Jason complete. Um, he's hinted at in the first movie. We see him with the paper bag in the second one. And then the third one, he finally gets the mask. Now, granted, the third one does have those goofy 3D effects that are kind of dated because 3D is the 3D gimmick was just never really going to catch on because every time they've tried to do it we wind up it not really working out. I mean, look at Jaws 3D people. But if you just ignore the the 3D gimmick, it's still a fun movie. Next up, and I this one's gonna. I had to include this one because I knew if I didn't, some of my friends would get very upset with me. And besides, what I—it's my first list, so I'm gonna do it now and get it up and get it out of the way. The Rocky Horror Picture Show. Great songs. The late great Meatloaf does some great singing in it. Tim Curry gets his career started off. Let's just remember here, folks. Tim Curry, you put Tim Curry in a movie. Most of the time, it's going to become a better movie. I say most of the time because then you because we got to figure out we got to factor in the second Home Alone movie. It did not improve with Tim Curry at all. And but that's really a topic for another time. Anyway, lots of great singing in this one. Lots of great acting in it, too. The special effects are really good. It's just a fun movie. Um, and I just, and like, like my friend, I like the point of the movie. The point of the movie is to just be it, dream it and be it. And it's just a really fun movie, a really, it has some right, nice scares in it. Do you or do you not need to watch it with a whole bunch of people all dressed up? I didn't watch it that way, but maybe you can watch it that way if you can. But if you can't, it's fun to watch by yourself. I've never done the actual thing, but if I were to do it, I'd probably dress up as Riff Raff because he was my favorite character. Next, we have the Blair Witch Project. Now, the bad thing about the Blair Witch Project is that it spawned a lot of imitators with the found footage stuff. Um, And the found footage, you either like it or not. I like the found footage when it's done right. And this is one of the movies where it was done right. Another movie would be Cloverfield, but that's a topic for another time. But the Blair Witch Project, what I think is really good about it is what you don't see. Because the old saying is, nothing is scarier when it's not really, when you don't even know if it's there. Because we're so focused on the people making the movie, we don't realize, i mean, we don't get to see the monster. We don't get to see the Blair Witch. And that's what makes it even scarier. Now, don't see the remake. Don't see Book of Shadows. Or maybe do see Book of Shadows. I don't know. I haven't watched it, so I can't really judge. But we're talking about the original with the clunky camera, shaky camera. Yeah, this one is just a lot of fun to watch. It's just some good, scary fun and... As long as you just don't get all upset about how stupid everyone's being. Because really, horror films just require you to have no brain cells. Let's be honest. <laughs> Whether you're watching the movie or you're in the movie. And find, and my final one that I'm going to talk about this time around. Just remember, folks, this is not the definite list. There, may, there will be more lists this year. As I go through this. Because I haven't seen every horror film. This is just ones I thought of at the moment. But the final one we're going to talk about. Is The Exorcist. Now I have not read The Exorcist book yet. That's on my list people. Um, but what I like about this movie. Is that is the sacrifice of the priests. This is Someone who is willing to do what a lot of priests in real life aren't willing to do. They aren't willing to actually live up to what they're supposed to be. And the one in this movie actually is willing to put, to put other people ahead of himself by saving the girl. And Pazuzu is a rather frightening villain. Linda Blair is just terrifying as that little girl. Now, like I said, this is not a, and it's just, I have not seen anything past that. And I hear there's some really nice urban legends about what happened with the movie, that it was cursed from the moment they made it. I don't know if that's true or not, but it's just kind of fascinating when you did dive into that rabbit hole and find out all the kinds of trouble that the movie got into while it was being made. It kind of makes you wonder, doesn't it? Was someone trying to stop the movie from being made in the first place? Who knows? Because, yes, folks, I do believe that there are forces. I mean, that the devil is at work. I don't attribute everything to him because that's really giving him too much credit. But I do believe in him. I mean, I do believe that he exists. Anyway, those are some good horror films to check out for spooky season. Um like I said, this was just based on the no no remakes rule and only one film per franchise. I might the next time I do one, I might been I might change the rules a bit and actually include remakes so that I can do things like The Thing and The Rob Zombie Halloween. But for now, this is my list. So let's go ahead and talk about what's going to happen next week. All right, so next week, we are going to have my topic that I was going to talk about this week. And that is the Asexual Umbrella. But, but so, and then next week I won't be, I won't be able to go on, go into podcast mode because I won't be able to do my podcast. I'm going to be on the road the week after next. This week, I can still do it because I mean, next week I can still do it because I'm not leaving till Tuesday. But today and next week I can do one. So we're going to talk about the asexual umbrella then. You've been listening to the Catholic Spectrum, and I've been your host, Jason Thayer. And if you want to find past episodes, you can find them on your favorite podcast app, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcast, Podcast Addict, wherever you... I mean Stitcher, maybe. I'm not sure. I haven't checked out Stitcher. Wherever you find your favorite podcast, you can contact me on Facebook as Jason Thayer... And I am on, and my email address is RadicalEdwardJWT at gmail.com. My Discord handle is hashtag 7592 And the way you do that one is, the Radical is capitalized, then there's a space, and then the Edward is capitalized, and then the hashtag 7592. And remember, everyone... Normal is just a setting on the washing machine. We don't get to be normal. See you around.